Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Lady Chow Fung, and we're doing a special Thursday edition of uh, talking about wuxia movies. And tonight we're doing Intimate Confessions of a Chinese Courtesan, a 1972 Cho Yuan film. Uh, this is about a young woman named Ainu who is abducted by Lady Chun and forced to work as a prostitute at her Four Seasons brothel. Raped, imprisoned, and forced to witness the brutal murder of a would-be rescuer, she submits to Lady Chun's advances and becomes a courtesan so she can murder the men who raped her and get revenge against the woman who forced her into prostitution. Uh, the film stars Lily Ho and Betty Pei and Yu Hua. And it's a very well-known, famous movie. Uh, I, I think this one might have been the one that really helped catapult Cho Yuan uh, forward. And, uh, you know, but I'm curious, what did you think about it? Because you, you, you brought this to me. You wanted to see this one. And uh, I, I was curious what your take on it was and if it met your expectations. It was better than I expected it to be. Um, I guess going from the title, I wasn't expecting much martial arts in it and um you know i thought it was going to be a little little bit more racier mm. than it was but um i enjoyed the movie i thought it was a really good story with a good plot um i like the the simplicity of it usually chore un movies are kind of confusing to me but i like the simplicity of this one and um, I very much enjoyed the um, costumes and the the sets. So it was a really good movie overall. Yeah, I mean, and and I like this one. This is one that I've um, that I've I've been a fan of. But uh, but I think it's one that like like you said, like you don't you expect a certain uh, amount of sex and 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 stuff like that to be in this movie based on the title. And it really isn't. It, it like it's not that much. It's it's fairly tame. Uh, especially by today's standards, and and uh, and it's got a surprising amount of of really cool kung fu sequences and 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 fight sequences, and it's got a lot of focus on story and character development. And it, to me, it feels like a really solid sort of just overall film. Like it really kind of tightly wraps up all of its themes. And it does. It doesn't get as crazy as some of the later Choi Yuen movies. A lot of his earlier films, I th I feel, have like a. They sort of take a little bit more time, and 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 everything feels like it's very patiently laid out. Um, yeah, there's no rushing in this. Each character is developed, and you get a sense of who each character is, and nothing seems to be forced. And some of the later movies i think there are so many characters and so many plot twists that you have to quickly glance over characters that could have been more developed and played more of an integral part in the story but in this one there are just the right num number of characters and they're so well developed that everything just fits so well together the whole story was laid out very well yeah, and it's 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 really and it's and it's basically a revenge movie. You know, she's getting revenge against the men and against uh, Lady Chun, and uh, but it's also a mystery, which I kind of like. I like like the movie starts with like a green screen over it. It's sort of like in the middle, like you get like 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 they give you a glimpse of what's going to happen, and then and then we uh, and we see that there's a murder that's been committed, and the constable played by by Yu Hua shows up, and. And then from there, we learned that Ainu, this, this courtesan, was at the scene of the murder before it happened. 
and it cuts to Ainu and we get this gorgeous shot that's that's pretty iconic where you get like her head like her her face is very large in the frame and there's sort of this this music playing and it's almost like she's swimming across the screen it's like it it looks like it's filmed underwater it's so like the slow motion and sort of the gracefulness of the motions and everything and uh and then from there we get sort of the flashback from her of all the things that she's been through and then it kind of works its way back up to that middle point and then it uh and then it you know progresses you know over the course of the of the of the murders that follow and the and the and the sort of brutal climax that we get at the end but uh but i was curious yeah. what you thought of the mystery and the structure to it because it is a little bit unusual i like the mystery of it i mysteries are like one of my favorite books to uh genres of books to read so i liked how it started with the present and then did a flash back on um, news um thoughts and brings us back into the present i thought it was well laid out um i thought that that shot too of her gracefully dancing in her room at the beginning was just beautiful i think it's the choice of the colors the costuming the and the fact that she's she's taller than normal i guess um from what the extra said at the end of the dvd it sounded like she was very tall yeah well-built graceful woman i think so, i think both leads were were fairly tall so it's always hard to tell just looking at a movie because they can they can make people appear taller but i think she had right I think they both had sort of more statuesque physiques and Cho yuen is very good at sort of bringing all of those qualities out in a way that's striking on the film and it's and it's it's i don't know there's i, I I have to say, like, Choi Yuen, for me, he's definitely probably my favorite director uh, from this period. And I, and I think a lot of it is just the way he shoots things and the way he, uh, the way that he, uh, you know, like like you said, the colors and everything. It just, he, he pays a lot of attention to the, to the. To details. To de yeah, to those kind of details. And it really, and, and it's not, and you don't, it, it's sort of like. Uh, now you sort of are accustomed to seeing that in wuxia movies, but it, it really contrasts with a lot of the other stuff that's going on. Um, and uh, and so, I, you know, I just think his movies look really great. And they have sort of more of a, um, I don't know, the characters that he tends to focus on tend to be sort of more the gulong, wrong side of the tracks type characters. And and so I just find that a little bit more intriguing. But that opening scene, like you said, it's um, it it's almost like it, it's it's got, it, it's like the... It just it's just very uh, trance like like it sort of just pulls you in and and it's and it's and you don't quite know what to make of it when you first see it because it's it just sort of you got this music and all this stuff going on. But uh, but yeah, so I don't know. go on. I'm sorry. I was interrupting you, I think. Uh, that's fine. I just um, I thought that the choice of actresses was perfect. I don't know if you had any two of the of the biggest actresses at that time in that role of the movie in those roles, if it had been so good, just because of the sheer gorgeousness of the ladies themselves, um, I think really helped um, the movie because they are so beautiful. They're just like porcelain dolls in a way, you know, so delicate but yet they're playing these very strong, vengeful, ruthless characters. And I liked 
that um, that opposition of what they look like to the person that they were on the inside. Do you understand? No, I know what you mean, and I and uh, and I think um, I think also the 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 acting was was really like the um, uh, uh, Betty Payte. She was almost like menacing in that role. Do you know what I mean like like yes. some of the expressions that she she had at key moments were were really unsettling and and she was also convincing and 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 uh and lily ho was amazing as i knew i thought that uh you know she she could go like she she was a send it's sort of like when we were talking about um uh not ladies uh, my young auntie and and how kara hui was really playing multiple characters i feel like mm -hmm. uh lily ho is playing two characters she's playing the courtesan that i know becomes that's really kind of a mask um, but she sort of grows into that mask and becomes that character. But also this, this girl that we meet at the start of the movie. And occasionally you get these flashes of that, of that more innocent, uh, character. Like when she's like, there's a scene where she's talking to, um, to Lady Chun and Lady Chun is worried that, that Ainu's planning to kill her and she's reassuring her that she's not. And the moment she hugs her. You see her facial Her face changes. Yeah. But she becomes that other character. It's not It's not like this thing where like, yeah, I'm really going to kill you. It's just she becomes the the real Ainu, I think, or the old Ainu. And uh, and so, uh, I don't know. So, but, but I found her fully believable in both of the, as both of those characters. As sort of the feisty girl who doesn't want to go into this profession. And as the as the courtesan who's like a master of the profession. Um, and, and Yeah, that... Um... Her her donning the mask is very crucial to the the storyline. She couldn't pull off her revenge if she hadn't donned the mask, but she donned it so well that she sort of had Lady Chun fooled to a point, but I guess Lady Chun was just so conniving and ruthless and despicable that she she always kept one one inch of her guard up so that, you know, she was always, I guess, one or two steps ahead of I knew. Yeah, no, I would agree. I mean, and, and I think that, uh, you know, we see that at the very end of the movie where, uh, you know, they, they have a big, you know, in spoilers, we're going to talk about how, how things end here, but I think it's a very interesting ending where, uh, so, so there's a, there's a whole series of murders and that's really the, the heart of this movie is, and one, one of the things I like about, about these murders is, the constable basically knows it's her and, and she uh -huh. knows that he knows, and there's really not anything he can do. And she's, and every time she is, uh, she, she basically is showing up. There's, there's four characters who, who rape her early in the movie and the film does not shy from that. The film, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't graphically show the rape scenes themselves, but it, it shows the lead up to them. And so you have a lot of anger towards these characters by the time that she's sort of dealing with them. And it's Yeah, you're it's, completely disgusted by these four very lustful older men and you hope they get their comeuppance by the time the movie um ends and you're right, they don't go into drastic detail, but it's enough detail. Well, for me it was enough detail to be a little unsettling and you knew what was happening. No, it's definitely it's disturbing for sure. But I think I think what he was trying to do is he didn't want to. He he stopped. He tried to only show the bad, like like the bad 
sides of all of it. Do you know what I mean? So like he was right. He mm-hmm. was like so like you know you can see the guy like one of the guys is eating like shrimp and it looks disgusting. Like it's he's painting them all in like a really horrible light. And uh, and so by the time it gets to those scenes, you, you know you want you want them to die. You're 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 sort of on board with her with her revenge program. And uh, but the constable isn't. He's sort of still a man of the law. And I just find it so fascinating in each of those scenes. The like there's there's at least two. No, I think there's three scenes where the constable shows up the same time as her, pretty much. And mm-hmm. and and she manages to persuade her murder victim to shoo away the constable. And the constable's warning them, like, "Hey, she's trying to kill you. She she's planning to kill you." And and she uses... they don't care at all. They are so lustful that they don't even care that she is going to kill them. They just want what they want, and they want it now. Well, kind it's of that. Thing. And yeah, I think it's that. But it's also her her cunning. Like she like the the uh, what's the guy's name? I think it's Master Zhu, the uh, the one that that she she uh she brings the four winds to at the oh, end. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So so when he when he shows up, you know, he's obviously like pretty much adoring her at this point. And and she's and and the constable's there and she's like, "Oh, so why don't we have the constable join in? That'll be good fun too." And and she does that to get him mad at the constable. Do you know what I mean? To like cuz it's mm-hmm. like it's like it, may, it unsettles him and he gets really furious and is like, "You go away. I don't, you know, get out of here." And he sends the constable away and then she essentially persuades him to just keep using aphrodisiacs until he dies and the guy before that it was a similar thing and she burns him she ties him in the bed and burns him and then you know she sort of saves the most vicious one for last there's a one of the guys is sort of a sadist type character and uh and so oh go ahead um and i love that scene because he built this room that you could only exit from the inside it only had anvils on the inside so you couldn't open the doors from the outside that showed how disgusting and despicable that he was and he would trap these girls in there and rape them and basically she lures him into this room and kills him because he's so lustful and she's very smart and intelligent and gets him in there and she basically whips him yeah no it is a very interesting scene and and the and and it and it's also the turning point too in the movie because after that she sort of has a a fight with the constable but she it's sort of one of these night sort of like uh rapidly wrapped up endings in a way where they have the the fight there and then that spills over and they end up sort of somehow uh getting involved and sprawling out into an area where another one of these caravans is passing through that has women being brought to the brothel. And so it's, it's sort of like, it sort of like goes right back to the beginning of the movie where we're seeing Aino brought to the brothel, except it's a new group of women. And it's even the same guy that's always bringing them. And she opens up one of the, one of the carriages and, and, and shows the constable and he pretty much takes her side at that point. And then she leaps off and, and goes to, to, to fight the, the remaining sort of men at the brothel and what's interesting is at that point, the Lady Chun character joins her, even though she's the leader of the brothel. She she uh, is uh, either convinced that Ainu's not going to betray her in the end or madly in love with her enough that she or just self-destructive enough that she, you know, joins with her. 
and they end up fighting all of the men at the brothel. So it sort of becomes almost this sort of, uh, you know, the two women against all the men type of a scene. And, uh, oh, go ahead. you. And I, I well, I just think that um, from a feminine point of view, that she, that Lady Chun is so in love with Anu that, um, if anyone's going to bring or stop, I knew it's going to be her. So the ultimate power struggle is between the two lovers. Yeah. Um, so um, they have to bring each other down in order to settle the score. But I felt really bad for Lady Chun's um, business partner, I guess you would call him, Bao oh, Hu. Bao Hu, yeah. He's always the guy he that was, plays the Japanese characters in the uh, the uh, the kung fu movies too. So he's he's usually like he was, a, uh, a like a like an evil Japanese guy in one of the movies. Oh wow! Yeah, it, well, in a lot of them, I, he's in a lot of movies like that. I just felt really bad for him that he's so in love with Lady Chun, knowing that Lady Chun doesn't like men that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, man, you couldn't, you guys have been in this brothel for how many years and you just couldn't get over her? Like, and it eventually, you know, brought him to his downfall. But, you know, I just did feel bad for him. Did you feel bad for Lady Chun at all or no at the end? No. I felt really bad for I knew Mm -hmm. um, that she was, well, she was forced into this profession that she didn't want. Her would-be rescuer is killed in front of her. And, you know, so I know in, in that scene in the back of her mind, she's just bowing down to Lady Chun so that she could take revenge for him and the situation that she was in. And just the whole, every circumstance that she goes through I felt bad for her. And then she, you know, when she took the guys out, I was like, yes, she's getting her revenge and, and everything. I didn't feel really bad for Lady Chun at all. Yeah, no, because I was just curious because there is that moment where, like, Lady Chun realizes that Ainu does not love her. And so I was curious if that had any effect on you. But um, No, but... not at all. She deserved what she got for, you know, forcing these girls into prostitution and you know she allowed all that to happen to i knew so no not at all and and even in the end she ends up so what ends up happening is i mean number one that that fight scene at the end i think is magnificent we could talk about that separately because there's a lot going on in that fight scene but uh but there's a big battle and and lady chun ends up she impales bao hu with her hand and he cuts her arm off at the same time and it's one of the it's got to be one of the best moments i've seen in a movie like this ever it just you occasionally you get these really greatly planned sort of death dismemberment scenes and that's one of them because that's a that's a it was a real it's really hard to sort of figure out in your head how that comes about but once it does it looks really great and uh and then Ainu cuts off her other arm and uh and as she's sort of laying on the ground dying she she basically appeals to Ainu's mercy and says can i you know look i don't hate you i understand why you hate me you know can i just have one last kiss and i knew agrees to kiss her one last time but she's swa- she's taking she's chewing a poison pill as she's kissing her and when she finishes she says thank you i knew for dying with me and a bunch of green stuff comes out of her mouth and then i knew freaks out because you know she's she knows she's about to die there's a whole bit too where she says like you know you're not 
you know, you're not as irredeemable as me, basically. Like you're, you know, you still have goodness and I'm, you know, I'm just pure evil. Um, and, uh, and that was another reason why I felt bad for her, I knew because mm-hmm. I knew what was coming when she asked her to kiss her one last time. Mm-hmm. I just knew <laughs> that she was suckering her in. I knew she couldn't like stab her with a sword or use her like um, yin yang hands. But um, I knew that it was that kiss was definitely going to be I knew's um downfall and i was like please just don't do it you know how i talk but, to the tv yeah but it shakes you know, works so well in the end you know, it, it does it, it, it brings everything down to a nice close and i my note for that scene is lady chun can kill without arms like she she loses her arms and she's still able to defeat Ainu because Ainu just isn't as evil as her and isn't as cunning as her right and uh and and also it's interesting that i think her technique is called yin yang ghost arms or ghost hands and so it's kind of still like a you know she still has these spectral hands that can manipulate the world in a way you know it's just that she's using her 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 her, uh logic and cunning but um but yeah that kind of brings me to another point which i i really noticed this time which is there there really is like a heavy sort of it's not literal but she's like a figurative vampire in the movie lady chun and the whole brothel is like a, is like hell. Do you know what I mean? It's like a, like there's like, she, she licks blood multiple times throughout the movie. Yeah, she, I did notice that. And, and in the scene where they have the breakout, right? Where they're trying to escape from the brothel and they, they go to the gate and she's there. Like she's like, like she like opens the door and, and Lady Chun is there. Her hair is all long and her face. I mean, if that's it's not very like a pale. Yeah, if that if that's not like meant to be like a vampire look, I don't know what is. Um and then and then she stabs the guy through the back of the neck and once again she licks the blood. And she I mean like at least 3 or 4 times we see her consuming blood. But in the scene where Ainu is first captured, she um uh and it dep- the translations are different on the dubs and the subs and the and and it kind of depends on you know on on how close this is to accurate how well this holds up but in in a couple of them i knew says to all the people that are trying to contain her that you know you are all ghosts and this is hell and and right after she says that lady chun looks at the old lady the um i think her name is lao yao gui the uh the, the woman who trains the women and sort uh-huh. of inspects them and she says old monster and in, and I know in one of the subs she doesn't say that, but in one of them she calls her old monster, and uh, and so you know I just thought that was like, it's sort of like a you know it, there's like a horror movie thing going on here, even though it's not really a horror movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that theme was kind of underlying throughout the whole movie. Yeah, and I was I mean, and I didn't really have anything brilliant to say about it. I just kind of was noticing all these sort of vampiric things going on. And, and again, ghost hands and, you know, just all this stuff. And also, I really wish we had Kenny here for this because I'll probably botch this up. But the lady <laughs> she calls Monster on the on the, uh, on the the movie database page, her character's name is Lao Yao Gui. And Gui is like, a, I think, another word for ghost. I mean, it's probably, you know, again, it's probably spelled completely differently or something. But but like, you know, that's usually, you know, G-U-I is, is a word for ghost. And I think... Yao can also be kind of a word for for monsters and demons. So, um, so I think it's interesting that that's her name. Might might be meaningless though, but uh, 
but again, we'll have to we'll have to see if we can get Kenny or uh, or Deathblade to to give us some input on on that one. Um, but also in the end, I like that uh, you know this whole idea that she uses love as a weapon, and 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 the brothel is destroyed by love. Like that is sort of the thing that ultimately brings it down. Um, is kind of an interesting idea. Uh, well, love builds up and love can destroy it depends on um how you use it and i think one of the characters had said it was um love wrapped in vengeance or something like that in the dub and that's exactly what it was there's a good love that builds you up and a bad love that destroys everything and the love that um i knew and lady chun had was that bad vengeful love that just killed everybody <laughs> yeah it was uh yeah and I, I guess that that also uh you know c- kind of gets us into sort of i mean the the whole the whole uh idea of like the the lesbian characters this early is also pretty striking um and 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 it and it kind of deals with it. it doesn't really make a big deal of it i think i think it kind of just sort of you know it just sort of uh treats it like anything else in the setting in a way um yeah it was just so tastefully done and i mean you can you know that they're lesbians but it's not like that's all the movie is there's so much else going on it's just a little hint here and there and it could have been the love between a man and a woman but it wasn't and it's just it was all done very natural and tasteful. No, I, I agree. I, I was kind of wondering, too, because of the vampire thing, there was a movie called The Vampire Lovers by Hammer Studios, and I was curious if that motivated him to tackle that, that subject. Because um, it was sort of like a, it was like a famous film about vampires that, was, that had, had lesbians in it. Um, and it's based on like an old Sheridan Lafano story. Um, and, and it came out, I think, in 1970. So I was, you know, I have no way of knowing, but I'm just curious if, if True Yuen might have saw that movie and that might have, you know, because uh, there was, you know, again, the vampire thing is kind of present mm-hmm. in this one. Um, but the other thing I want to talk about is the music, because the music to this one's interesting. Um, and I, I want to get your to thoughts To say the least. Uh, At the very beginning, I, I took note on, um, I said... Um, some of the music choices were very interesting. At some points, the music had a psychedelic feel to me, and they yeah. were kind of like at strange moments. Well, yeah, and I, and I don't know if that was like the... T- Basically, any time like sex was sort of in the air, that you got these weird sort of musical choices. But sometimes they contrasted a little bit with the tone that the scene seemed to be going for. Right. And so, so like the, so like the one that I think you're thinking of is the one where like Lady Lady Chun is trying to seduce her, but like basically kind of raping her. And right. And and but it's like a, almost like a Pink Floyd like uh, weird sounds. Yep. And uh, <laughs> and there's also but there's also this music in the opening sequence and. There's some interesting music uh, at the in the scene with the mute, where uh, where she's you know where the where, the, where uh, I think when the mute is actually speaking to her and revealing that he's not a mute, but um, 
but yeah, I don't know. I found I found the I found the music for the most part either really good or really unusual and attention grabbing. I I felt that way too. In most cases, I felt that it was perfect for what the scene was, but then there were those psychedelic moments that kind of felt weird and very seventies. That was like a very, very it was like, there was like a drum fill and then like a vocalish like screaming over it as it goes into like this psychedelic guitar stuff. It was, um, I was trying to, I don't know if they pulled that from something or if they just were going, if they just were replicating a mood that you sometimes get in sort of early seventies rock, but it, 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 you, it, it sounded like something you've heard a million times before in different contexts. Um, yeah, it almost like was, I don't know, the the one I keep hearing in my mind keeps reminding me of like tripping acid or something, like something drug yeah. related. Yeah, it had a trippy vibe to it for sure. Um, it definitely got the trippy vibe down. It just kind of contrasted oddly with what was going on. But, right. Um, uh, now, what did you think of the final fight sequence? Because to me, that's the most impressive one, I think, out of all of them. Man, that whole thing was crazy. How they just went from her killing someone, having a talk with the constable, and next thing you know, they're out in the the street interrupting a delivery, and then they're back in the brothel fighting. I thought it was awesome. Just um, her battle with um, Balhu. Mm-hmm. I knew battle with uh, Balhu, and then Lady Chun interrupts the whole thing, trying to protect her lover. I thought it was really good swordsplay between the two, and the the yin yang ghost arms were just—I don't know—they were very fast. That's were, why were, I thought it was ghost-like. Yeah, yeah they were cool. I thought she had a super cool, like she she's basically impaling people with her fingers. I think fingers. She just kind of like it was. It was very. Uh, I don't know. Was, I, th- I thought it looked really cool on screen and it contrasted well with the sword play. I think my favorite part though, is there's this scene where Lily Ho, I think it's Lily Ho. She's, she's up on like one of the balconies fighting a bunch of people. And she just, she like stabs somebody, spins around, stabs somebody else. And like, she's doing all these really cool moves. Uh, and it, it almost reminded me a little bit of, there's like a highly choreographed scene in come drink with me with uh with Cheng Pei Pei where she sort of stabs somebody spins stab, you know it's like and it just kind of has a cool flow to it and that I thought that was a very striking moment because there's a, a, it just sort of stuck out amid all of the other uh sword play yeah that kind of that scene actually made me wonder if she was another dancer mm. because it was so graceful and the way that she spun and her, you know, swinging the sword and everything was just, it wasn't haphazardly. It was just so well timed. It just kind of made me wonder if she was a, a dancer like Cheng Pei Pei was. Yeah, she had that look to her. And, and, I, and I was yeah. really like, I didn't remember that scene being that good. Like, I mean, I remembered enjoying the, the fights, but, but I didn't remember that particular moment. And that particular, I thought that would have really stuck out in my head because I was like, that is a really good moment. Like, that's something you put in like a, a highlight reel of Wuxia. You know what I mean? Like that, that, just that something about it just worked well. And there were a bunch of other moments in that final fight that also were sort of vying for a top spot. Like, I mean, like I said, the, the scene where, uh, where Lady Chun's arm gets cut off just as she's impaling Bao Hu and, uh, you know, 
and but but there's there's there's, there's not there's not as much fighting in, in this as there are in a lot of other wuxia movies but what fighting there is is really entertaining really top notch yeah and and it's uh i i think it's it's re- really well shot and it doesn't feel this film does not feel like autopilot at all like like uh uh it feels like there's a, like a lot of really focused attention on all the scenes and and yeah so i th- i thought the fighting was was really good and it, and and because it takes its time with the story the fighting really matters like you really care about that last fight scene by the time you get to it yeah, it's like none of the fight scenes are just thrown in there just to have a fight scene. They all have a purpose to what needs to happen and how the story is going to close. And that final fight scene or sequence just it's really amazing that there's so many things going on and everyone has their I think has their moment to shine in it. Yeah, no, definitely. I think between because I mean, there's there's a lot of really good performances in the movie, and the cast is is I think like everyone down to like the naughty old men. They're all very well chosen for whatever role they're playing. Um, you know, like whether it's like the old lady that's training the training the the girls at the brothel, or whether it's um, you know the two leads, or uh, Yu Hua as the constable. Um, you know, or like you know the old man with the aphrodisiacs. They're all uh, you know they're all very convincing in their roles. Um, and, and so you have a lot of like, I guess you'd call them like the Shaw brothers character actors in this movie. Like the people that are just reliable, you know, for this type of character, like, uh, um, uh, what's his name? The kidnapper, uh, 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 Wu Hua Tian. Um, I think he's played by Fan Mei Shen is his name. He's sort of chubby guy. He's in everything. And, uh, yeah. And And so is, uh, Chan Shen. He's like in all my favorite movies. Yeah. He did he play the mute in this one? No, he played um one of the dirty old men. Oh, he played uh the um which one was it? He played the He was the one that had the room that was built with the handles on the inside. He was the sad yeah, yeah. He, he kinda he, he kinda was reminds sadist. me a little bit of like a cross between Vincent Price and Raul Julia Julia. He's got that sort of like Yes. Uh, he's got, he's that, got that look. Yeah, he's got that look to him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there's just like a lot of faces that you'll recognize in this movie and, uh, and, 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 and they're all like very reliable actors. Um, and so it, I don't know, it just feels like a real solid overall cast, but, um, but yeah, so the, uh, the, the, the other, the other aspect to the movie that, uh, I wanted to get to before we, uh, before we head out, um, is is the the storyline with the mute i was curious what you what you thought of that like just the, the the sort of like there was like a little glimmer of hope early in the movie where you think she might escape and uh and it's dashed really quickly yeah. well it's dashed um, at about the 30 minute mark that's about where you, you the whole the like so like the first part of the movie is basically her sort of undergoing her metamorphosis into this character and it's about 30 minutes of misery um but go on, go on. I like the mute character. I felt really bad for him because his reason for trying to save her is that uh, she resembles the woman that he had loved. And um, the the father didn't want the two to be together, so she killed herself. Mm-hmm. 
And um, at the time that he he saves, actually, I knew from killing herself and he didn't want her to go out the same way. So um, but he tries to save her from the brothel and the poor guy was no match for Lady Chun and Baohu. And well, and there was some in, there, there was some interesting story in there in a throwaway line of dialogue where 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 uh, Bao Hu says to him, your skills aren't where they used to be. You just you know, so you just want to die. And, uh, you know, it's like basically saying like you're just inviting death here. And I thought that that like so so clearly this guy used to be more capable than he was in this scene. Do you know what I mean? Like I missed that piece of um, dialogue. It, maybe it was just in one of the versions I saw because like I, I so I I actually should get to this uh, and, and and mention uh, there's a, the DVD version and there's the Blu-ray version and I had the DVD version and Lady Chow Fung got the DVD version and I figured I'll get the Blu-ray because my 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 new TV sucks at playing my old DVDs and I wanted to see this like in its in the way that it's supposed to be seen and so I got the Blu-ray. And immediately I noticed that the subs were di- different and there was an extra scene in there or extra, extra footage that wasn't in the DVD. Um, and so it's possible that I'm just thinking of the subs from the, the, the Blu-ray and, and maybe they said something else in the DVD. But, uh, but, but I will say this to people. If you have an Ultra HD TV and you're having trouble watching older DVDs and you want to see this movie, get the Blu-ray. And, and it, even if you don't have that trouble... I, I highly recommend the Blu-ray. It looks stunning. I, I uh, this really is a very nice version of the movie. And there's a, and there's a little bit of extra footage which isn't exactly necessary to understanding the story. But in the scene where um, uh, where the the second murder takes place, where she ties the guy to the bed and burns him, there's a little bit of a lead up to that. With there's actually a few comedic beats, believe it or not. Uh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. There's a scene where he kind of. She she shows up and then the constable shows up and he kind of tries to to run in because he sees her taking a hairpin out of her out of her hair and you know the constable runs in and the guy's tied in bed and he's like what are you doing like don't you know you're interrupting the mood go shoo get away and you know there's a whole another one of those scenes but then there's like a little bit more explanation from Ainu and and it it's just a little bit less like the the transition into that scene in the DVD is just a little bit jarring like even before I saw the Blu-ray. I noticed it kind of jumps to like a, a, you know, like a sudden moment. And in, uh, in the Blu-ray, it kind of flows into it a little bit more. Um, but, uh, but anyways, you know, so, so that, that whole thing about his past though, might just be that line of dialogue that's in the Blu-ray, but. But that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It says that there's, there's a lot of backstory with this guy that, that had me very intrigued. Um, and sadly, we'll never get to know what it is because he he gets stabbed in the back of the head by Lady Chun's fingers and and dies uh, pretty catastrophically. And I think that scene that scene where he dies is really well like the expression on Lily Ho's face is really remarkable. Um, it's sort of like she has really expressive eyes and Lady Chun has like really seductive eyes and like yes. almost evil eyes. And so it's a really interesting and, and it's something you notice this about like I think in um in 14 Amazon she I think she has a similar expression in a few moments in the movie. Um and it's just sort of this this perfect look of surprise on her face and shock and and uh and and that's sort of the moment where she commits to this plan of okay, she's going to play along with Lady Chun and then you know ends up, you know, knowing that she's going to murder her down the road. But uh, 
but yeah, so I, I, I don't know any any other thoughts before we uh, before we we head we head out. I just would have liked to see more um, Yuhua in the film. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of sort of like a little not quite a loser, but but like he's ineffectual as a constable and he's being mocked the whole time. They're basically saying that we're friends with the magistrate and you're going to lose your job if you keep pursuing this. And every time he tries to warn people, they're just like, go away, go away. And then they get killed. And, uh, and then at the, by the end of the movie, he sort of realizes, Oh, the, you know, like, uh, you know, the brothel is really sort of the villain here. And, and I knew is just, you know, uh, you know, it's sort of justified vengeance. And, uh, and and he's unable to rescue. He, he sort of shows up after she's already been poisoned and is dead on the ground. And and so he doesn't really achieve anything the whole movie. He's just kind of always one step behind. And and he's 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 competent but bumbling somehow. Uh, but he's but it's Yuhan. He's very he, you know he's very convincing in the role. Yeah, he he's an excellent actor. And I just would have liked to seen him fight a little bit more. Yeah, he or did. Didn't he fight at all? No, he got the fight think... with uh, Ainu. Him and Ainu had like a duel in the in the in the in the snow, if I remember. Um, where she kind of yeah. goes to warn him away from her, basically. Yeah, I remember now. But yeah, I would have liked to see more of him, especially fighting, because he's good in the other movies that I I love. So, would you have any other criticisms of the movie? If you had to be critical, is there anything that you know you would have? Uh, anything else you would have changed? No, I don't think so. I, I think this was just um, an awesome movie. It was just the right amount of action and drama. And I like the female characters. Um, their skills actually were better than their male counterparts. And you know how I feel about strong female characters um how i like to see them be more powerful in a movie um i thought it was just the whole movie was so well done from the way that it was shot to the plot and the development of the characters the characters were complex and just wonderful but no i don't have any other criticisms no, and show you and I'm not, and this is not an original thought on my part. This is something that you know you'll see in books that talk about show you but he's kind of known, I think, for um, for really sort of respecting both the the female and the male characters in his movies, and so they tend to be, you know, it, it, sometimes you, you can you can sort of have in a lot of directors you have one extreme or the other. They either really focus on the women or really focus on the men, and even in this one where the focus is the women, I feel like the male characters are still interesting in their own right. Like, like you said, like the mm-hmm. Bao Hu character, he still gets your sympathy, he still is thought out. And, and, and the female characters are, are very, very well established in the movie and very well developed. And, uh, and like you said, they're sort of, you know, lady, lady Chun is, is a terrifying martial character. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there's anybody in, in this movie that can beat her on their own, except perhaps I knew. Um, and so, so they're definitely the sort of, they're definitely the top martial uh, martial hero might not be the right word for both of them, but they're they're both the the top martial arts characters in the film, um, and uh, 
and 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 I don't know. I, I think I think it works here. Um, and obviously, you know, people that are thinking of watching this movie, it does. It, it ha- again, it's tame by today's standards, but it still does have rape and things in it that uh, you know you, you want to know going in, and you don't want to be blindsided by it. Um, but I I think it handles even those sort of more controversial elements pretty tastefully, and and you feel like you're really in good hands with uh, with Cho Yuen and the way he shoots. And I feel like uh, I like Cho Yuen movies, you know, old and new. But something about these older ones, I feel like he just is a little more patient with them, and and it really pays off. Uh, and 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 uh, and this is a film that's kind of flawless throughout there's not there's not really a lot of uh stuff that i would i would complain about with this movie um so yeah so i don't know uh i guess i guess that's uh you know that's our take on on intimate confessions of a chinese courtesan um i think it's a you know it's a movie you hear the title and you think a certain thing and you know i would just say to people try watching it it's not necessarily what you think and uh it's 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 probably going to surprise you in a lot of ways and it's uh, and it's and it's and it's a very sort of important part of Cho Yuen's resume. So you definitely want to catch it if you if you found uh, his movies in general interesting, and uh, and and yeah. So uh, I think we both recommend it. And we'll be back on next week. I can't remember what movie we agreed to do, but we'll be doing another. I'm pretty sure it's going to be another old school wuxia or kung fu movie. Then very 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 little room for doubt that it won't be one of those <laughs> um but uh but yeah so so we'll be, we'll be back next time and we will talk to you later